This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness at what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is Adam Esco, your host. I'm really, really excited that you're here, that you're listening to the episode, and that you're taking the time to be here. There's a lot of places you could be. There's a lot of good content out there, and I'm, I try to bring it. I try to bring what's going on personally with the clients that I get to work with, but also personally what's going on in my life, and share the gems so that it could impact you and your business and your office. And usually what I've started to notice is that the same themes that take place in the office, because we're there so often, um, also take place out of the office. So it's not that um, these topics are really useful for growing professionally, growing your business, yes, but also they're really important relationship tools. And this is one of the themes that I'm going to bring today. So where I want to start is there's one thing that I notice that is such a key differentiator between those that have massive success in their business, who are able to grow, who are able to build wealth, who are able to uh, grow from a learning standpoint as well, but also get to experience more free time, more personal freedom, more happiness, more confidence versus those who don't. And I'm going to share that with you right now. That is the ones that are able to have that quote unquote type of success are pretty good at asking for what they want and need. They're pretty darn good at asking for what they want and need. And so what this episode is going to do is really dive deep into the mindset of Uh, for those that may have some quote-unquote blocks or holding themselves back from putting themselves in those vulnerable asking situations. And my goal here is to get you to feel solid and confident behind how to ask. And you might be listening to this and you're like, like, Adam, I, I don't have an asking problem. This isn't like I ask for what I need all the time to my staff. I'm like, hey, can you get this? Hey, can you do that? Um what I would ask you to think about in this moment, if that, if that's true, and, and, and by the way, this might not be your thing, but let's really find out if it is. And if it is, I would ask you is what times do you feel you are holding yourself back, back from asking? Or even more importantly, with whom do you not ask for what you want or need? Is there a certain person? Can you think of a certain person in your life right now who you would love their help, who would you would love to get advice from, but you talk yourself out of approaching this person. I was talking with my online business manager, someone that I work with right now, and you know, yesterday we had this conversation, and she said something that we uh, we are our best lawyers, and I said, you know what? Yeah, you're exactly right. We are our best lawyers. We fully convince and justify to ourselves why we shouldn't do something. And when we do that, we're so convincing, we avoid of doing the thing that seems very hard and scary. And and we think we're right about it. 
So honestly, I want you to check in with yourself right now. And if this podcast is going to land, it's really going to speak to the person that feels like they're overwhelmed at work, that feels like they have so much on their plate, that that ha- may, may realize they have a hard time delegating, they're doing their own research, they're not outsourcing, they're just putting too much of the pressure on themselves and they're not growing the way they would want to. And if that is something and they feel like they're stuck in, in, in whatever there is they're doing, and if that is you in some way, then let's get solid around what may be holding you back for asking for what you want to need. Okay, so let's look at like what, so what I'm going to do right now is bring up all of the, meh, the main, the main skeletons, the main dirt, uh, the main mindset blocks. I don't love the words mindset blocks, but mindset blocks, the things that we convince ourselves to not ask, to not put the ask out there for someone else. Okay, so number one is, is per, it's all about perception, right? We say, oh, I don't, you know, you kind of think of something that you want. Maybe it's to reach out to a colleague and um, get their advice on how they do something, what materials they use, um, strategy over something office related. And you say like, eh, you kind of think about that person and you're like, I just, you know, I don't really want to burden them. I, I don't want to put them in an uncomfortable situation. And like you convince yourself like that's, that's it. Like, so you're, you're convincing yourself, like you don't want to put them in an uncomfortable situation. But what I want you to do is watch out for the trap here. And this is really important. You may say to yourself, well, like, isn't that just being considerate? Like, aren't I being empathetic by not asking someone for a favor because it's taking up part of their time. It's taking up part of their attention and maybe they don't want to be doing it. And like, isn't that true, Adam? Like, what do you mean? Uh, like, I don't, that's a burden, right? And I would say, depends, depends. Maybe, maybe it is. Are you? Like, like, let's first recognize when we're just having this conversation in our own head, like, hey, I might want to, I have this idea of this person I could reach out to. They might be of service and be able to help me. Uh, but it's kind of feels like a burden. Like I'm asking for a favor, like what we're doing there. And then we talk ourselves out of it. What we're doing there is we're making assumptions on what they want or care about. We are really, really just making assumptions like, and this, this is, uh, you know, they, they don't want to spend that time talking to me or doing this. It's not going to take up time. They don't have much time. So is it possible that our assumptions are partially misguided? Is it possible that your assumptions are partially misguided? That's the first thing I just want you to just to soak on. Like, is it possible that might not be true? Is it possible that you are assuming that they react to your ask, to a request, the way that you react to someone else's request of you? That you don't want to burden them really is a feeling of... Uh, feeling unsolid and not grounded when someone asks you to do something that you don't want to do because you haven't really gotten solid around the boundaries of saying no. So I fell into this trap yesterday. I'll share with you something that happened uh, and I had to catch myself <laughs> in the moment. I'm laughing because this is so recent. I, every time it's so present, I just kind of laugh because um, it just continues to come up over and over again. And it's great. 
So I was talking with a friend of mine who is a coach, and uh, I recently had a conversation with another friend of mine who wanted to get coach, and I was like, you know what, I I have someone in mind that I could connect you to, and, and so I reached out to my coach friend, and I said, hey, look, I have this person who I think uh, is interested in coaching, it's a friend of mine, and uh uh, I, would you be open to meeting with this person? And I could have stopped it there. That would have been a really nice ask. But what I did instead was I was like, listen, there's no pressure. If it's not a match, please don't say no. Like, do not feel obligated in any way. And I just went on and on and on of like really trying to take the pressure off of him. And finally, he kind of chuckled and he was like, Adam, like, you know, like I, I have, I have no, no problem saying no, if it's not a match, like I'll just let them know I'm very transparent about that. And I just started in that moment. I was like, Oh my gosh. And I'm about to say this guy's name. Um, and I realized what I was doing there. I was trying, I was quote unquote, trying to protect him from my own insecurities, my own insecurities of not still not maybe feeling a hundred percent behind boundaries. So I was making assumptions on, Hey, if I put this ask out to him, um, will it feel like he feels pressured to say yes? And, and will it feel like he feels pressured to take on my friend as a client? And I wanted to protect him in that, but really he didn't have any sense of that himself. So I was making assumptions on what I thought he cared about. So first recognize is, are your assumptions true? Because a lot of times they're not true. We're making assumptions. The second thing you need to do is filter out the noise and get deeply, deeply honest with yourself. So this is something I, I, I do when I'm coaching. I ask my clients to check in and, and really get honest. Is it more that you don't want to burden this person with your ask or is it more that you don't want them to perceive you as a burden, to think different or less of you? And, and I just, I'm going to pause here and let that sink in. Like, especially if you're someone that has people pleasing tendencies, like, is the ask really hard because you don't want, you know, part of you doesn't want them to burn, which might be true. Totally fine. That's part of it. And how much of it is related to you, part of you concerned with the optics of them thinking less of you? Like, Let's get, re let's be real in this moment here. Like that is very real for most of us and it's scary and it's vulnerable. And that part of you is like, what if they think less of me? What if they judge me? What if they, I put my ask out and they say no. What if I'm rejected? What if this changes the dynamic of our relationship, right? Like those are all of the possible outcomes and to be honest, that those may be possible. And so what I'm going to do is is continue to share with you through a story in a minute and uh, an example of how to ask so that you minimize that, that possibility of putting yourself in that situation, but also start to shift your mind around uh, what other outcomes may be possible from asking. So, and before I do that, I'm just going to speak to the last two skeletons 
in our closet, the mo- very common things that might be going through your mind that you may or may not be aware of. But I, what I like to do is call out the skeletons. Like, let's call them out. Let's call out all these mind-made fears. Let's like put them right in front of us and look at it and then like really, really look at it and just put it to ease. Like basically talking to yourself like a five-year-old, uh, that, those parts of yourself that, that just need some care. And so one of the things that uh, might be scary to you uh in addition to what we talked about is like if i ask them this and i ask for a favor then i'm going to have to owe them one and like like you feel like like they're doing one for me now i have to do one for them like that coercion ass have to and i'm going to show you why that's not true in a minute so that's not true so we're going to take that off the table too and it might have to come from a place of i want to help them now versus i have to and there's a big distinction there and we'll speak to that and then the last skeleton, the last main skeleton, there might be many, many, many that you that I'm not speaking to, but it's like, if I ask for help, that really means I'm weak, like I'm incapable, and that I'm not fully independent. And like, honestly, I see this happening all the time. And, I, you know, I, 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 I witness this. And if you're a mom, you might be experiencing this, or you might be seeing this from some of your friends. It's, it's like kind of this unspoken, um, I was about to say unspoken agreement, but it's really this unspoken uh, competition sometimes that happens with it's like, you know, having to try to do it all, to be it all, to be a rock star, right? To, it means to juggle so many things on your own, like to be able to do it on your own is like the holy grail um, and to live in that grind. And, and listen, I love independence. Like there's nothing wrong with being independent. That's not what I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to this if and only if you want to start uh, allowing for uh, other aspects of growth and time freedom in your life where at, like, if you want to start experiencing um, less pressure, less overwhelming, less things piling up on your plate where it's all on you, then this is an area asking for what you want, need help with. Um, not feeling like you have to do it all, that you could start to challenge this belief and decide and really make a de- decision on when you want to be the rock star and put it put it on you and when it's okay to let someone else help you and, and be a rock star too, kind of lifting them up, letting someone else... Um, letting someone else fill that void, right? Like letting them rise to the occasion and you could just, you know, be be a normal human being. But asking is vulnerable. Asking is vulnerable, but, but let's not mistake it. It is absolutely, asking for what you want and need is, is vulnerable, but it is absolutely not weakness. It's courage. It's strength. It's honoring certain parts for yourself and it's giving others, like what I was just saying to you, it's really giving others a chance to serve, so, and that kind of sounds like Brene Brown a little bit. And I think some of the, her, her, you know, what she speaks to rubs off on me. So what I want to start to do is, is offer another way to look at this, to start opening your mind so you could give yourself permission to ask more often and ask more freely. And so what I want to start to do is, is thinking about, let's start by thinking about how else your ask, like the thing that you want to ask, can be perceived by the person you're asking to. So like, what's the, 
we are assuming this person's going to judge us, to feel burdened, all the things we just spoke to, right? The, the want, want us to return the favor, to perceive us as weak, right? Like that's the stuff the mind brings to the top of the surface that stops us from asking. But how else can the other person perceive this, right? Like, like what, what are the positives that how they can receive your ask? So my brother, who pro- probably is listening to what up, Sean? always gives me great feedback on this. I really appreciate it. So yesterday he, it might've been two days ago, yesterday or two days ago, he asked if I could notarize a document and mail it to him. And he says, I said, Sean, okay, uh, that's awesome. Um, when, when do you need this by? He's like, I'd like to have it by Friday. So he put an ask out there. He said, remember, like, remember about a request. I talked about this in a couple episodes ago, like an ask, this is how you know it's a request. Like I could have responded to his request. Hey, Adam, you know, can you notarize this document and send it in the mail? Um, can you can can you get that by Friday? So I could have said yes, sure, no problem. Um, I could have said no. Number two, I could say in that moment, um, I can't get it by Friday. I'm just slammed. There's so much going on, but I could get it to you by Sunday, like that counter proposal. And then you kind of go back and forth and make an agreement, right? Uh, or the fourth way I could respond as the person who's receiving the ask is I, can't, you know, I, uh, Sean, I just can't give you a commitment right now because there's just so much going on. Um, but you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna think about it tonight, and I'll let you know by 8 p.m. tonight. Right? You make a commitment to commit. So, so think about that. Right? For a minute, for a minute, when you're putting an ask out to the other person, they actually have options. That I they I had four options to respond um, because sometimes it could be like oh man I, it's just yes or no but it's really not it's yes no um, can't do it by then but maybe I could do it by this does that work for you or I can't share that with you right now but I'll share it with you later and get back to you at this time so that takes a lot of the hey I'm gonna be a bird like as the asker now putting back to you that's hardly a burden on someone if you're if you're asking um just a general ask they have four ways they could respond i said yes of course um and the truth is was this going to like he put this ask out to me and was this going to take up time and energy yes um i put it on my schedule for yesterday i i had a little cl- uh, area where i had to um, go get it notarized. I drove out. Um, I saw it on my schedule. My schedule runs my life. So I saw it on the schedule. I saw it pop up. I was doing a million things in the moment. And I saw it. I was like, in the moment, I was like, ah, I got to do this thing, uh, whatever. All right, well, I'm going to do it because it's on the schedule. And here's another silver lining on, that we don't see in the moment. That That is a beautiful thing of why he asked. It was a absolute gorgeous day. I got to get away from my computer, which I had just been sitting down for about six hours and mixture of doing my own work and calls. And I just got so much inspiration from driving outside. I thought of this podcast um, and I was like, you know what? This is something that that is 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 perfect because I got totally recharged and rejuvenated myself and I wouldn't have had that opportunity. And it actually made me more productive when I went back home to do my work. And I got that opportunity because he asked me if I would do this for him. And by the way, I got to check something off my list. And who doesn't like to have a sense of accomplishment, right? So the truth is, it feels good. It feels it feels good to help people. The truth, people like to help. If they can, they like to help. 
And he actually gave me an opportunity to put a break in my day, to get some inspiration, to help him. That actually totally reinvigorated me. So let's think about that for a second. His ask was actually in service to me. Isn't that, that's really, really important. Real, real, I mean, like that's major right there. So uh, at the same time, I think it's uh, responsible. That's the word that's coming to mind. It's responsible that we recognize that sometimes people, including ourselves, are not in a place either physically, mentally, emotionally to help. They're not in a place where they are able to give you what you're asking for, what you need, what you want. And that's okay too. I think the sooner you become aware of that and, and realize any expectations on how other people should receive your ask or how other people should behave uh, is the sooner you can become really internally free. Um, everyone has the permission to, like we said, respond one of the four ways. Yes, no, I'll talk to you later. I already talked about that. So everyone's got full permission and that's more of a, a mindset shift to, to take in for yourself. That's a heavy topic and I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Okay. So another, I want to share a story. I want to share a story of another ask that, um, I just had gone through and I want to share, share the effects of this because if this were me a couple years ago, I would have hundred percent talked myself out of asking anyone for exactly what I wanted in this moment. I would have been like, I'm a burden. No one wants to do this. Da, 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 da. So what's happening just to be totally transparent here is I am getting um, incredibly narrow and deep. I'm taking a deep dive right now into the, uh, the crypto investing space and trying to educate myself as much as possible. I, I don't know. This is probably going to get released in the next couple of days, this episode. So you know, don't, this is not financial advice. I just see this as an incredible opportunity right now. Um, and I'm, I'm have it. I want to dedicate time to really educating myself on, on how to invest responsibly, securely and, and, and take advantage of this opportunity. So right now there is a boatload of information on it, on, on what to do on the thing. Uh, it's, it's overwhelming. And there's only so much time in the day to that I have to like, you know, try to research all the things that I'm trying to research and then to dedicate the time for my my business and my my clients and all my business growth ventures in this. So what I the problem with this is I was actually running into some tech issues with uh, trying to set up like security and have this be safe and all, all that stuff. And I just needed some help. I honestly just needed some help. I couldn't solve it. I looked up YouTube how-to videos, and I needed some some help. So, again, a couple years ago, like I would just may have stopped. I would have looked up more videos. I would have asked maybe my brother, a couple people I felt really safe around, like my cousins, a couple friends, and a, you know, my wife obviously if she was interested in this space. But um, and then I, I otherwise I wouldn't ask a soul. I really wouldn't ask a soul. Um, and and, and that's the big difference because I would have gotten stuck. I would have gotten no movement because I would have been afraid of asking for all those reasons that I said earlier on. And now since I, I have such a big mindset shift, I realized that um, these are the beautiful things that came from what I've done now, which is I've asked friends, friends of friends. I said, hey, do you know anybody that could connect me that has 
personal uh, crypto experience in, in investing that's actually going into this space. And most of the people in my circle, you know, are not doing this. So if I think about, hey, I, oh, the only people I could ask are the people in my inner circle, well then, yeah, there might not be anybody. But I'm asking them, hey, do you know anybody that might be interested in connecting and uh, sharing information in this space? And what I started to do is I started to get connected to friends of friends, to cousins' friends. And I've spoken to like five or six people that um, now I'm the personal benefits of me putting those asks out there are massive. I've moved 10 times as fast and haven't gotten stuck on all the, the issues I were having and all the information gaps. Um, and so that's from a personal standpoint, it's been like incredible. I've been, I've been growing at such a more, ins, uh, a faster rate and, and that's available for you. And then here are the silver linings. Like the silver linings is I have now made these connections with people that I normally wouldn't have had to make. In fact, I was on the phone two days ago. A lot was happening over the last couple of days, as you could hear. Two days ago with a friend, uh, a friend of my cousin's who was, you know, started the way he got introduced to the call was like, hey, Adam doesn't know much about the space. And can you just help him and inform him? And... um so when we got on the call, you know, he just kind of went right into it for about three minutes was like, Hey, um, this is the things I'm doing. These are the things you should consider. Um, da, 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 da. And I pause and, and I don't, so he didn't really know that I actually had been researching this for weeks and I, I was pretty far along in my, in my growth already. And so I said, like, I really appreciate that. This is actually what I'm looking for. And this is a little bit of what I know already. And so what we did then is I actually, the conversation switched. He actually started to realize, and this is not an ego boost, but he started to realize that like, oh my gosh, this guy actually knows a lot. And he started getting curious and asking me questions. And so the rest of the conversation came from like me sharing my philosophy, my strategies, the things I've learned with him so he could be more educated in this investing space. And, and, and I share that because that was a silver lining. I was expecting to, you know, get educated from him, but what it turned out to be is a, a sharing of information, a sharing of data. And, you know, we left the call. We both said the same things like, Hey, this is great. Like if you ever have a question, just know I'm a resource for you. And he said the same thing. And we just opened up a, a connection and that's now happened with like four or five people that didn't exist before. Um, and, and you know what? I may connect the two of them. So you could see how much growth is possible just from me sending out some initial texts to my friends, um, some Voxers, which are audio texts, to cousins, to friends, and saying like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Do you know anyone you could connect me to? And let me just be a hundred percent transparent. Not everyone even responded. There were some people that I didn't hear anything about. There were some people that said, yeah, sure. Let me, um, let me ask around. And I, I haven't heard anything from, and I share that because that, that is a possibility. And once you become okay with, Hey, I'm going to put the ask out there I am not going to put a burden on someone. I'm going to give them those four ways to respond. I don't expect anything of them, which I didn't. Um, and I don't want to, you know, there's no, 
there, again, there's no pressure from them to uh, deliver. This is something if they feel comfortable doing, they could do and know I'll be appreciative of it. Um, I am totally unattached to however they decide to perceive. So, and with that, it, it helps you. So then no matter how they respond, Yes, great. No, totally fine. Um, ghosting, right? Never hearing back. Also totally fine. Like that is absolutely their prerogative. That's their right. So what I want you to hear from this and, and play a game for yourself is a game of what if. Okay? So what if you could ask for what you want where you're not putting a burden on anyone, you don't have to owe anyone anything, and you could show up and be a genuine and considerate and be genuine and considerate at the same time. What if you could do all of that in your ask? You're not, you're not expecting anything from them. They're not expecting anything from you. You could find the words to say that's genuine and considerate and you give everyone the options on how they want to respond. And you could show up and be as fully unattached to their response as possible. How would that feel? How would that feel? What words come to mind when you think about coming from a place like that? It may, it's a it take for me, I think, so what I've realized, what I've learned, what I've found with clients is that it takes a lot of the pressure off. It takes a lot of the fear off, right? Asking, it's asking, just asking someone for what you want or what you need is loving. Asking is loving. It's like I said before, it's letting someone else have full choice and permission to say yes or no. It's letting someone else be of service. People like to help, especially if they have the capacity to do so. And sometimes people don't. People aren't in a place where they could help, and that's okay. And it's a no for now. So here, I'm just going to wrap it up right now and say, here are the four things you could do right now. If you're kind of on that decision, like, yeah, you know, I would love to ask for what I want, what I need from this person. Um, I'm hearing that there's some things I'm afraid of that maybe I shouldn't be afraid of. Uh, and I could start to re kind of rethink this, right? Like have that mindset shift. So here are the four things you could do right now. First is just make the decision. The decision to ask comes first. The decision always comes first. So like, okay, you know what, I, that's how, this is what it sounds and feels like. I'm going to ask this person for what I want because it's loving and I'm worth it and they have the ability to respond any which way. The second thing to do is just prepare for the ask, right? It's, it's going back to what I said, like what, what is one way that you could ask that's considerate, that's genuine and allows them to be full and full choice? And how can you get as unattached to the, to the result, to the outcome, to their response as possible? The third thing you could do is actually get on the court and start practicing. You just, just start. Just start by making one ask, right? And then when you do, and the fourth thing, and this is how we, we make this into a habit, and this is how you make this into a way of life, and this is how you start seeing real transformation effects in your life and your business is you reward yourself. It's rewiring the brain. It's rewiring the brain. Every genuine and considerate and every genuine and considerate ask is a win. Instead of thinking, oh, I can't believe they never got back to me. I can't believe they said no. I can't believe they ghosted me. The ask 
The ask that you put out there is the win. The no is the win. The ghost or no response is a win. Obviously, the yes is also a win. And when they when they help, the action, the actual going on the court is the win. Because when you do this and you start to experience this, like it's just natural. When you start experiencing other people um, helping you, you just want to pay it forward. Like you just want to pay it forward. And that goes back to what I was going through in this crypto space. Like I am thinking in my head, like, wow, I've connected with four or five people. They are now in my network. I, if they need anything, like I really, really want to help them out. If I, if there's someone else that wants to learn this, that came up to me, like I want to pay that forward, you know, totally. Cause this is, I'm, I'm empathizing with that urge to learn more that that want to learn more and if someone else has that like i want to help them in that space so i share that because yes it feels like you're taking something like we're, we feel like we're taking something we're asking for a favor but we're really not we're really giving someone else the opportunity to serve like i shared before and you're taking with that like the future you that's going to want to pay it forward over and over and over. And so that only happens when you actually get in the game and ask. So start with one commitment, one ask. I'm going to ask this one person for this one thing. And I'm going to congratulate myself from asking. I'm going to be unattached to how they respond. You've got this. You're stronger than you realize and go make it happen. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're someone that feels frustrated with the way your team meetings are structured and realize they turn into complaining sessions and things oftentimes just fall through the cracks, I've got a great resource for you. Just head on over to my website at www.adamesco.com slash team. That's Adam, E-S-K-O-W.com forward slash team and download the team meeting agenda and template that's going to help you have more productive, more efficient, and hopefully more fun meetings. It's a real game changer. So it's there for you. Head on over to the website and I will see you next time.